Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Evan. And we are Black Nerd Radio. Um, we missed a week. Uh, it's my fault completely. Um, I, I blame you. Yeah, 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 you should. I <laughs> um, was on vacation. I was on vacation in Vegas, and I thought we would be able to do a remote podcast, but I literally had a bunch of stuff going on, and uh, Cashel, Eloise, and I went to Vegas to see Meow Wolf in Vegas, Meow Wolf Omega Mart, and um, we're supposed to do, like, Which, the huh? What? I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's fascinating. I, I feel like I need to go there. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, we went to Meow Wolf in Denver last year, and uh, Denver it was uh, oh I forgot the name of the the theme because what if for people who don't know Meow Wolf is like a it's an interactive museum that all have themes, but there's probably like a hundred artists that contribute to it in some way, shape, or form, from the way it's constructed to the story that goes part of it because there's this you there's two ways you can do you can just walk through the thing and experience all the weirdness that is meow wolf or you can follow the story that continues from destination to destination uh there's one in denver really yeah it's it's a massive it's a massive thing uh we went to one in denver we tried to follow the story but it kind of um it gets so so big and you miss stuff and we were just like, you know what? There's so much to look at, and I feel like this is turning into school. So we all just we all just agreed to just enjoy it for what it was and skip the story. And, Why is this uh, work? <laughs> it was. It was like, wait a minute, how did this happen? It's like, oh, we have to walk back because they're, they're massive uh, museums. They're massive, and uh, and it, you know, like the one we. The one, the Omega Mart was considered one of the smallest ones, the one in Vegas. And we got through it in like an hour and a half. But um, the one in Denver was massive. And we were there maybe three hours. And we still didn't see everything. Wow. We still it almost missed, feels like... We still missed stuff. It almost, it almost feels like a dreamscape from what I've seen. Like... You, you you walk into something and then it turns into something else and it just it it feels like you're the the videos I've seen feel like you're dreaming all yeah it, it, you're in another world entirely and uh, this one was Omega Mart and it was like this sinister market I put some stuff up on Instagram and some on Facebook and like you could hear stuff like it was kind of cool like it's like a supermarket when you walk in and then you go through like there's several ways to go into the museum through the supermarket. There's only one way in and it's through the supermarket, but everyone enters through a different way. Like uh, we entered, we entered through like a janitor's closet. You can go through one of the freezer doors. You take this spiral staircase. It looks like it goes to an upstairs of the market and it actually goes into like the museum part. It is, it is so crazy. And uh, I, I don't know. I know you're not an Instagram or Facebook, but I'll put in our thread some of the pictures so you see what I was talking about. It's like, kind of, I kind of think it's it's kind of it's really cool though. And Eloise is a you know my daughter is a massive artist, and yes. uh, you know uh, 
so this was like her again, like the one in Denver. This is like her mecca. She <laughs> just loves it. So there's three locations, and I think a fourth one just got added in in uh, Texas, and um, I want to say Austin. But there's there's Denver. Uh, there's one in Vegas, one we went to. There's one in Santa Fe, which is the first one, original. And then there's one that just opened in Austin. So next year we might go to the one in Santa Fe or the one in Austin. We're not sure yet. How is there not one in the Northwest? That, that's what confuses me. It seems like, you know, that's like Portland, Seattle kind of vibe. 100%. But it's so funny. <clears throat> Um, to fill that void, there is an artist collective that is similar to Malwolf, but not on the scale of Malwolf. I forget the name already, but Eloise already went to it. She said it was really cool, and she liked it, but it wasn't on the scale of Malwolf, so it doesn't have that breathtaking, otherworldly feel. I no. mean, because you really enter this alternate reality, because everything is part of it. Like, when we went to the supermarket, there's this... Uh, Apparently, it's like the supermarket's evil as far as the company. And the people that work there work there because they have no choice. And they're kind of like, you know, kind of like, oh, we work how, you know, it's almost like, how can I help you? Hey, send this note to the outside. You know, that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's Amazon. <laughs> so we were, were like, when we first got there. Uh, the lady was talking to another lady just standing next to me, talking to another woman that purchased a ticket like we did. And, uh, well, I bought our tickets a while ago, so we were just getting in. And they, when when this announcement comes, the lights dim in the supermarket because it has, like, a regular supermarket lighting, and then it dims to almost, like, dark. And there's this, like, resistance trying to break through the monitors saying, you know, you keep your head up, patrons of uh, Omega Mart and... And uh, uh, the lady just stops talking and freezes. And then I look, and like half of the employees are just frozen. And they were like legit working, you know, mm -hmm. talking to customers, and, and they just stop and freeze. And the lady was talking to her, it was like, yeah, so when you go through this, and it just stops and freezes. And then it gets dim. And then when the lights come up, she just continues as if nothing happened. It was kind of crazy. It's funny when you're, it's weird when you're there because it's like, you're not expecting that to happen. Right. But it is, I highly recommend it. Yeah, my, well, you know, me and flying, but. Yeah. I, yeah. Mini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Big, big metal tube in sky, fall out of sky. Not good. That's what I do. Well. You would have shit your pants uh, on the way home. Like we were when we were on our flight home, we had some significant turbulence, but it was only for like a minute. But it, I, I, from what I understand, you get that a lot going in and out of Vegas because of certain parts, because of the valley you're in, which is weird because I went a lot. Uh, I went to Vegas like every other weekend in like '98, '99. Or like at least once a month over the back in the salad days when you could go for like two hundred bucks for a week yeah, at yeah. most. Yeah. <laughs> and that so was I, all inclusive. Yeah, yeah. And that was just, <laughs> that was back when I first started actually making adult money. So I I started you know, I would go all the time. And uh, now, you know, I was twenty four, twenty five, so that was you know, 
but I don't remember that having a, uh, having that issue. But again, you're, you're, again, you're getting, I would go ahead. You're getting you're getting some wind noise. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on my back porch. Yeah. Uh, I'm in my I'm I'm in my garage. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sorry about that. But ah, uh, there I we remember, go. I remember going all the time, but now I just you know. I didn't remember, but then, then again, uh, I would take the red eye after work. So I literally get on a plane at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., get there at like 6, you know, get there at like 5 o'clock in the morning. And then, so I slept the whole time, most of the time. But anyway, hey. uh, so we're back from that. And now uh, second leg of my vacation, we're, we're leaving tomorrow to go to Bend. To see Weezer, so really? that'll be yeah, some nerd rock. I didn't know there was I didn't know there was a big a bigish venue in Bend. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Oh, the Gorge! You've never seen anybody play at the Gorge? Well, at the Gorge, that's not Bend. I've seen you know George as no, I don't go to I don't go to shows. You know, you know. Uh, the Bend um. Bend has the Gorge. It's the Gorge oh. in Bend. And so it's, not it's, the Columbia River Gorge, okay. No, the the big one, <laughs> which is in Bend. And I mean, it probably, I don't know, you know, Fish plays there. I don't like Fish, but to give you an idea, like Fish played there, you know, it's like festival size. We're, you know, it's going to probably gotcha. be like 10,000 10, people there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, I, I have the superpower of being neutral about Fish. <laughs> I, I don't dislike them. I don't like them. I'm just like, oh, if fish is on, I'm okay. But I'm not. And I'm, I'm, I'm the tried. only person. I swear to Christ, I'm the only person. <laughs> I, I've tried. I've tried so hard because I, I am all about finding like new music and, sure. and cool bands. And um, what I hate, I, I just don't like them. I don't like jam. Apparently, I don't like jam bands because back in the '90s, when I used to work at this brew pub, I worked with this guy. I was a cook there, and there was a guy there that loved fish, and he was he was like he was gonna make me a fan. So he gave me like all these bootleg CDs because this was you know '90s, so CDs. And right. Uh, Maybe he gave me a like, tape here and there. Yeah, he gave me like seven CDs to listen to over the weekend. And I listened to all of them. And I just have them playing in the background because I was like, there's got to be something that strikes me. And <laughs> Something's got to jump out. <laughs> and here's one thing. I hear, this is what I always hear. Oh, you have to see them live. And I get they might be a really good live show, fun show. But the music is just not for me. I just was bored out of my... And they're competent musicians. They know their shit. Sure. Oh, I, yeah. just don't, I just don't care for it. Yeah, no. I, like I say, I'm one of the few people that's like, fish isn't on, cool. Fish is on, cool. I'm okay either way. So, uh, it, because they are they are very polarizing, you know. I'm a, I'm a fish centrist, there I said it. <laughs> I have a brother-in-law <laughs> who lives and dies by that band, and he's, he follows them all over. He's seen them probably a hundred times at this point. He, he'll fly, you know, he'll fly... You know, he'll take plane tickets to go see a big show somewhere because he's just a, that big of a fan. But I, I just can't. 
And I get it. I get the fandom of it because I'm a huge Kiss fan. And I remember dragging, you know, several exes, like my ex-wife, <laughs> my ex-girlfriend to Kiss. And my whole thing was, oh, you have to see them live. But that being said, both exes it said, well, they put on a hell of a show. I, I don't really care for the music, but they, they do. They do like... They're very theatrical. There's well, yeah, explosions. that's their that's their shtick. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like you know, they really want you to feel like, hey, the circus is in town. That's their whole. So right. even if you hate the music, there is something that you're gonna walk away with that entertains you. I couldn't find that with Fish. I just couldn't. Yeah. Well, you just you you, you weren't on enough mushrooms. That's the uh, problem. Apparently not. <laughs> Absolutely, that's probably that- it. That's the solution. Just <laughs> eat a shitload of mushrooms. You'll be like, oh no, I get it. Be like, be like Danny DeVito in, uh, in It's Always Sunny. <laughs> so, sir, it yes. is a paper thin news week for entertainment, yeah. entertainment news wise. Yeah. But I have managed to watch some stuff. What have you been watching? I have been watching. Well, I've been I've been watching the new uh, season of Futurama because I think I'm contractually obligated. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's definitely not peak Futurama, um, but uh, it, it, I've gotten a few laughs here and there. But yeah. it's it, it's no Godfellas or you know anything like that. Um, <clears throat> so um, I started watching The Bear. Ah, I gotta start watching that show. I've two times so, I've tried to start it, but please tell me, is it worth it? I, I, I think so. Um, it is as I'm. If you've seen any of it, I'm sure you know it is cooking porn. It's not even food porn. It's cooking porn. Right. You right. know, <laughs> like let's do a five second shot of someone whisking something. Um, and they do one thing I do appreciate is they let scenes breathe. Like there will be moments of just stillness in a in a uh, in a in a shot, you know, and and they let it develop naturally. So I I like that it's not, you know, cut, 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 cut. But although we have gotten away from that quite a bit in the past few years, but um but but yeah, I like that they let the actors act. Um, the cast is good. I mean, it's come on, it's it's got Oliver Platt. If it's got Oliver Platt, it's going to be good at least for Oliver Platt. Um, and yeah, I I've been enjoying it. I'm on season two, episode two or three at this point. So I watched the entire first season, and I I want to continue watching it um, because I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. <clears throat> The the actors are compelling. The writing is the writing is decent. There are a few. There've been a few points. Hello. Hello. I let it. I let it fall asleep. Shit. I got to talking. I forgot. Stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know what I didn't say, but uh, but. Basically, yes, absolutely, I like it. I think it's worth watching. Uh, the one thing that annoys me, and it's something that annoys me in a lot of things, is actors who over-smoke. And oh, I yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm not a smoker, but, but you, like, you, you, don't, you don't puff like that. I, I'm, I'm well, it's not, even, 
it's not even that like they they find weird ways to hold and i know people hold cigarettes in all sorts of different ways but like they have to like over exaggerate how they hold it and and you know the, and i get it not everybody's a smoker and most people aren't going to notice it but and, or like when they're you know when they're absolutely sucking it down when they're just having a conversation you know it's yeah, not like yeah. they're it's not like they're stressed out or anything they're just talking and smoking and they're like <laughs> um and it's not that way always in the show but i i've seen a few times where like dude it's just a smoke just smoke it you don't have to you don't have to overact your smoking i guess is one of the things um i like uh the the actor who played the shitbag in andor oh yeah I've been enjoying him. He's, he's, he's pretty good at what he does. I like, I like what he does. Uh, The main actor can't remember his name. I know he's got three names because everybody has to have three names because of SAG rules these days. But um, although I'm not sure there are many Eben backracks, but (laughs) regardless, um, but uh, the, the main character is this, Sometimes he gets a little on my nerves, but no, in general, good show, good cast, good supporting cast. Um, the writing is decent. Uh, and yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. I would suggest trying it again. If, nice. if you haven't. If you haven't oh, been able yeah, to get into yeah. It. And it wasn't because of lack of interest. I would just right. try and start it when I shouldn't have been trying. I was half paying attention because I was half asleep, that kind of shit. It's like, oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's, you know, one in the morning I come to bed. Let me watch the bear and then. I wake up and it's skipped, a, you know, three episodes have gone by and I was <laughs> right. like, God damn it. <laughs> that kind well, of no, it, you know, as I've said a million times before, it took me like five times to get the wire going. Uh, and I, I think I've seen the first episode of Game of Thrones like five, six times before I actually got into the show. And some shows just you, you look at them and you're like, yes, this is good, but I need to. I need to be in the right mood. I need to, you know, it needs to grab me. I understand that it's good. And I know it will. It's just not doing it at this point, you know, right. and th- th- there are a lot of shows like that, you know, it's like, Oh, not in the mood for this right now, but I'll get back to it. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate three because I'm a nerd and uh, have always loved the Baldur's Gate series. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a D and D video game based in the uh, on the Sword Coast on Faerun in the Forgotten Realms. Um, <laughs> well, sorry, um, but uh, like they put they put uh, the the game designers put a lot of work into it. It's a very deep game in which you can do lots of stuff and there's tons of story. Um, and it just came out a little while ago and I have not played it nearly enough uh, or as much as I'd like because it's a really well put together game. Um, so that's been taking up a lot of my screen time lately when I have it. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, other than that, I think that's, I think that's what I got. Okay. Um, well, since there's no new anything right now. Um, and uh, I think we talked about it before. Um, you know, we have a lot of streamers. I have Paramount Plus, but mm-hmm. uh, Paramount Plus finally completely uh, absorbed Showtime. So now all yes. that Showtime content is available because I wasn't going to get another fucking streamer. I was like, That's God, why I subscribed to Paramount Plus. Yeah. When I was because of the showtime stuff and uh so 
I'm going to start uh, the new Dexter season. I don't know how good it is or how good it isn't. I wasn't too impressed with the very last season of Dexter, but everything up to that was great. I still say it should have ended at season five, but whatevs. Um, well, yeah, just... but how many shows? How many shows can you not say that about? There are a lot of shows where had it ended here, would have well, been fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I think if it ended at season like four, it would be it'd be held in. I mean, it's still held as like one of those shows you got to watch, and it's a great show because it actually makes a serial killer uh relatable strangely but um (laughs) um kind of like uh you that show you that guy's a complete creep and a stalker but yet you're rooting for him i've (laughs) heard about it but i haven't seen any of it you should check it out i gotta get back on the train to finish it but it's from what i understand it hasn't changed as far as its quality but um um i started watching yellow jackets have you watched that show Pardon me. Um, I started the first episode and was like falling asleep when I was watching it. Um, I have not seen much more than like 20 minutes of the beginning of the first episode. So I and was half unconscious. So I, I do want to go back to it because the cast. Yeah, that's what drew me first, the cast. I was like, wow, this cast is crazy. I, I, and I was telling Kashel because we're always looking for a show to watch together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we had finished um, the Idris Elba one, Hijack, which was mm-hmm. a great Apple TV show. But um, I was like, let's just give this five minutes. I heard a couple people on podcasts talk about it and how they liked it. And uh, and uh, you know the, the 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 people talking, I was like, they have you know I'd like to kind of respect their opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm going to see something, I'm still going to see it. Even if it's just panned everywhere, I'm still going to see it because my initial gut was to see it. And you yeah. know, who knows, I might like it. But it will like it will influence me to check it out quicker. And sometimes anyway. shit is fun to watch. Sometimes shit is fun to watch. You know? Exactly. This is exactly. terrible, but it's fun as fuck. I don't care. Exactly. I was trying to explain it to Cashel. She just doesn't understand <laughs> that. But she like but well, she does, but she doesn't. She likes she she'll watch like Fuckboy Island. She loves horrible reality TV shows. I can't stand them. And she's but I like, get oh, it. These, these people are awful. This show sucks. Well, did you I, stop I, watching it? No, I watched no. both seasons. <laughs> that kind of. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, nope. I I totally get it. Not but, my thing, but. But for Yellow Jackets. Uh, um, I'll just give a quick synopsis and. A wildly talented high school girls soccer team become the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Canadian wilderness. And uh, what it is, these girls are going to they're They've just won regionals and they're going and they won state. And now they're going to nationals and they're really good. And uh, you get kind of all the, the you know, it's it's uh, like any I don't know if you've played sports ball in high school. I, I did think, not play sports ball, but uh, I do know about regionals and nationals and things like that. So. Well, my my point, the reason I ask is because you end up being friends with people you would most, which is why I am, I'm not a jock. I mean, in, in my circle of friends, you included, but with the people I went to high school with that I'm still friends with, we were all, we were like the Benetton ad or the United Nations of fucking nerds, but... <laughs> I was I was the jock AV leg of that circle. 
I gotcha. was like, in, okay. I wasn't, in the, I was in, I wasn't any AV um, classes, but I was in the AV club, and I was heavily influenced with the audio, you know, with the, obviously with the audio and visual stuff, because that's what I still dabble with today. Sure. But, and I was really, and I played, I wrestled, I played football, um, so I was like, of our friends, I was that guy. But what it, what, what's cool about sports like that is that. You know, you end up being friends with people you would have zero common in common with, but you go through this, you know, this kind of war because you're, you know, especially with football, right. it's so brutal. Which is weird when you, as an adult man, thinking about what we let kids do. Because I remember, you know, I was on a team. I remember we played a team. A guy got paralyzed in the game. To this day, he's in a wheelchair because of a football game. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and yet, you know, well, it's just another day. But, but. <laughs> But um, you so you have all these different people that normally wouldn't have anything to do with each other, but because they had this skill that they're all good at and they're part of a team, they remained in touch over the years. But then they have this life changing event like being stranded in the mountains for 19 months. And it gets very, very, very Lord of the Flies ish. And um okay. And uh, and then so the whole after season after episode one, the uh, every episode after that I'm only we're almost done with episode we, we fucking Cashel and I have been binging the show since I'm on vacation. I usually don't have a lot of TV time during the week, mm-hmm. and usually when I do, it's by myself because she's working. She has you know uh, she's you know either you know she's banker hours basically, or right. well, she's t- technically 24 hours a day, but you know. Yeah, yeah, you you know I, the drill. I feel you. I feel your pain. Yeah, yeah, your your woman's <laughs> in the same boat. Um, but um, what we uh, what you find it that they've stayed in touch because of this thing. So you go from the time you go, half the show is like them in that time, and the other half is their lives twenty five years later. And everyone has all hmm. these. Everyone has all these. The the public. It's like whatever. What really happened on the island? And the hint, I'm not giving any spoilers. I'm sure you figured out in episode one, because we did, probably some cannibalism happened at one point and some just killing. A very Lord of the Fly shit was going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they they, they were their only world for a year and some change. So it was like, uh, you know what I mean? They, They were all fucked up from it. But the adult cast is stellar. I mean, you got... Christina Ricci, you got uh, Madeline Linsky, you got Tony Cypress. Uh, who else? Um, oh gosh, I forget. Well, you have these heavy hitter actors. Oh, Liv Houston's in it. Uh, and I don't know, this is a really good show. And we're almost done with season one, but we're, I think it's 10 episodes per season. Nope, now you've disappeared. My phone was going off. Um, and then um, nine episodes on season two. And we're in episode eight. And finally, some stuff is making sense. And there looks like to be a supernatural element. So oh. every, but we, we watch. Are they all dead? No, it's nothing like that. Nothing stupid like that shit. Fuck lost. Anyway, <laughs> don't even give me stuff. It's like the 
it's like the it's like the theme of every one of our it always comes back to lost <clears throat> oh hope you've disappeared again sorry about that no worries. Sorry about that. This is this is why live is better. I know we can't do live all the time, but this is why live is better. Yeah. But um, it's a very good show. I'm going way too into it, but it's a very good show. I can't wait to finish it. And as soon um, as soon as I'm done with this one, uh, I got to go back to my Star Trek because I'm still. In season two of uh, Brave New World, and I'm only three episodes into Discovery. I'm so behind on my Star Trek shit, but I've just been—it's just so much good TV. I just can't keep up with all of it. Well, then this is this is the this is the problem. You know, it's a good problem to have. It is. It's an embarrassment of riches. You know, even the even the kind of shitty stuff is still good. So, like, what what do I what do I turn my attention to? Where, when, how? You know, it's a it's a it's a, it's a modern problem. <laughs> but um, it's very good. Um, another show I was going to have a review of Last Voyage of Demeter, but um, I, I don't know gonna, what that is. That is the story of okay, you know the story of Dracula. Yes. And he had to get on a boat. He had to be shipped on a boat to travel like, to America. Right. And he had to have his dirt with him. Right, right. This is this this is a story of that ship. What happened on that ship that he got there? Because if in all the books and all the lore, the boat just shows up, everyone's dead, and it's just a crates and you know that's this is a story of what happened that actually looked, sounds interesting yeah i mean it looked interesting so i'm gonna see it uh i'm gonna see it this friday so it'll be next week's review so it's a uh, it's a movie yes i'm sorry it's in theaters what what are what is that what is this i know the extra of, of which you speak it's wild Theatry? I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. What is? What are those? I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw in a theater. I think it might have been the D and D movie. I don't think I've seen anything in a theater since then. Wow! Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I have to talk to people and like be in public. So that's. Oh, here's something <laughs> crazy. Uh. I have zero interest in seeing it. I'm not going to see it. At least I'm not going to burn calories, even though I can see it for free. I'm not burning calories to go. I'll wait till it comes to theaters. But looks like Blue Beetle is doing bang up business. Is it? I heard. I heard. That it, here's the thing. I knew that Blue Beetle was coming. I had no idea when. I hadn't seen a single fucking ad. I hadn't seen anything. Well, I, it, it, it 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 had a strong start. I don't know if it's going to last, because it's a because it's a pre James Gunn DC movie. Right. He said he said it's he's going to keep it as canon, and the Blue Beetle will be in his universe. So okay. this movie's canon, but I don't know how good the movie is. He's just keeping the character, so who knows? <laughs> well, you know, I like cool. I like the actor. Um, yeah, I do too, because I love to make Cobra Kai. Maybe, yeah, he's he's great in that. Well. He's cheesy as shit in that, but that's the point. 
Right. So, you know, I'm taking into account the world in which he's existing as an actor, as the character. And so I'm sure he's a better actor than than that. Um, But I I like him in Cobra Kai and uh, I I like Luffy as a kid. That was one of the DC comics that I actually enjoyed. I like um, Beetle, like Static Shock. I like all those, those <clears throat> some of those younger, you know, DC creations. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I just I knew it was coming out, but I had no idea what day. I saw no ads, and you know, I don't see that. I don't see that well, many ads except on well, YouTube. But I would well, think the things I watch would show Blue Beetle well, ads. There's a <laughs> lot of I've seen quite a few ads, but there's been no promotion because they can't have anyone promote it. The actors aren't going to mm-hmm. do it. The actors aren't going to promote true. it. Yeah, and they don't want to spend that money to push ads more than they have to because, it, you know, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, it did. I had a strong opening, twenty-five million. Here's something. <laughs> I'm going to see it, but again, it doesn't really speak to me. And I know it's a good movie because I haven't heard anything bad about it. But it's the biggest grossing movie in Warner Brothers history. It even beat out uh, a Harry Potter opening, and it beat out. Um, the dark, the, entire, the dark Knight, which is the Barbie movie. Yeah. Right now it is sitting at 2.3 billion and climbing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll def I will definitely watch it. Um, just some of some of the jokes that I've seen from it, it's obviously a little smarter than one would expect from a Barbie movie. Um, exactly. There's one joke that I saw. Somebody calls her a fascist, and she's like, I don't know how to make the trains run on time. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, from what I, see, what I understand, it's, a, it's one of those movies that actually is about something. It's mm-hmm. Barbie is just a vehicle that's being used, which right. is, you know, it's just great. Uh, for It's a great way that they made a, a movie that could have been easily disposable, and and it's appealed to little girls and be done with it but it actually has uh, something it has teeth and uh well but what, yes what, but in just in destroying masculinity oh god my favorite was <laughs> ben, ben shapiro that piece of shit Dear for like ben, 45 ben, minutes an hour just railing against videos longer than that i don't know but ben shapiro like, was dude. talking about when it first came out he was before it even you know, really debuted. He's like, it's going to have a strong opening because everyone wants to see what it's about, but it's going to fizzle out and we're going to forget about it. I'm so glad he's so wrong. And I did, here's something I didn't know about that piece of shit, Ben Shapiro. He's a failed screenwriter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never read any of his books, but one of the podcasts I listen to uh, will occasionally read from some of his books. Oh, really? And, oh, God. He, I mean, like, I'm not a good writer. I'm not. Well, for one thing, I haven't written anything in 20 years, but like, I'm kind of a shit writer and I'm listening to his writing and I'm like, this is awful. This is much worse (laughs) than anything I could do. Like I could, I could, I, I, yeah, he's, he's bad. Um, And I'm not surprised he's a failed screenwriter because he's a terrible fucking writer. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, dude, just just talk. You're good at that. Now, I may not agree with you, and you you may not be actually making good points, but you're good at just talking. So just talk. Yeah. And don't try to put it. Don't try to put it down on on paper. That's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So two I, different I skills. Definitely, I will definitely see it. 
I'm just, I'm just not, you know, it'll, it'll, I'll see it when it comes to streaming, or I might on a lazy <laughs> Sunday go check it out with Cashel, because Cashel and Eloise went and saw it and they loved it, and Cashel's like, you gotta see it, you gotta see it. It's like, yeah, I will see it, but you know, I, I'll just see it when I see it. Did you see the other half on the big screen? The other half. Oppen Oppenheimer. Oh. No, that's another one I'm also probably going to wait for. Yeah, I will too. I, 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 remember, I remember seeing ads for it when they were first promoting it on Reddit. And they're like, because they, something, I've, I read way too much Reddit. I should get the fuck away because it's turning me into an incel. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, but uh, the people who advertise on Reddit try to make it look like a natural Reddit post and they always fail. But it was like, uh, you need to see Oppenheimer on the biggest screen possible. And it, you look at it, it's like Oppenheimer movie promoted. Like, fuck you. I do not. It's, <laughs> it's like 95% people talking with some cool explosions here and there. I, I know what it is. It's a drama. It's a, And it's going to be a good drama. It's Christopher Nolan. As long as I can hear what people are saying, the cast is amazing. I'm I'm gonna watch it, but I don't need to see it on IMAX. You know, I've I've seen pictures of of nuclear bombs exploding in the past. If I watch it on my if I watch it on my 55 inch screen, I'll still be able to get the impact. I'm guessing. Eh, I, we probably won't. I mean, I got yeah, a se- I got a 70 inch screen, and it probably won't. But no. and I and, but but you know, it's 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 not a spectacle movie. I mean, it may have a spectacle, but it's not a spectacle right. movie. It's a three-hour drama no. that we know how it ends. But again, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be good because Nolan. I mean, Wait, I mean, I <laughs> well, you know, I didn't think I'd like. I didn't think there was going to be much to. Um, what's the last thing he did? It was another historic drama. Um, um, Dunkirk. I but, still haven't. I still haven't seen Dunkirk. Great movie. I've seen, Inter- I've seen Interstellar, but I haven't seen Dunkirk. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, doubt it. I mean, he's, you know, say what you will about Christopher Nolan. He puts together a good fucking movie. Although, no. oh no, because Tenet. He did Tenet after Tenet, after uh, Dunkirk. Also, oh, haven't seen it. You haven't seen Tenet? Mm-mm. Tenet is weird because oh, I, know. I own it because I bought because it, it came out during COVID <laughs> and I couldn't even find a theater that was that had a time I could see it that was still open. Mm-hmm. So, so I just bought it. And I watched it. I've seen it twice, and I still haven't got my head around. It made me feel dumb, and I'm not dumb. And I watch <laughs> movies very carefully. I know movies. Right. I'm I'm usually the guy explaining. Oh, how do you not know? Understand? This is what it's trying to say. And I was like, okay, I, this is what I think is happening here. <laughs> and and it's, it, it, it it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's not a bad. Oh, movie. I don't doubt it. It's not a bad movie, but it's 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 confusing and it's hard to pay attention to, especially when you have a fight scene that is in reverse. It's forward and reverse at the same time, which technically is genius way to do it, but it's not necessarily exciting. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was I like, this was so good on paper, but trying right. to make it happen in real time, it's just. You know, I can it, and it's not anywhere near this. And this is such a deep cut. You may get it, but 
some of our listening audience may not know, there was a movie that came back in the early 80s called Looker about a gun that would freeze you for a few seconds or a few hours, depending on the strength of the shot. Because it, it you had to see the, the blast for it to work. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. You've never seen Looker? No. I don't even... It doesn't even ring any bells. And oh especially if it was... Because I, I looked at a lot of movie uh, boxes as a kid in video stores. <laughs> so, wow. no, I, I, th- I remember nothing. It's uh, so no. crazy because, wow, it came out in 81. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert Finney, James Coburn, director. Uh, Michael Crichton directed it. It's based on one of his books. Huh. Um, was, um, uh, okay, I'll read a quick synopsis on it. We should Pretty watch good. it together. Agree. We should watch together. It was something I used to like when I was young, but it was one of those thinking man sci-fi movies. At least, okay. at least, at least I thought it was for the time. <laughs> right. I was seven. Yeah. Twelve-year-old <laughs> me thought. Well, at the time when I saw it, it was on on, it was on HBO. By the time I saw it, so yeah. It was like oh, okay. Twelve-year-old me was like, uh, "Man, this is high. This is this is really high concept shit." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, a quick a quick synopsis. Okay. Uh, three of four. Three of four models who had plastic surgery done by Larry after a computed list are dead. Neither the cops nor Larry believe they were suicides because they all seem to die by suicides. Larry investigates and stays with the fourth model who's behind the list of the murders. And it's a uh, young Susan Day that plays the model that he's with. And old okay. ass Albert Finney. His he was old even then. Too old to be with her. Oh yeah. Too yeah, old to be yeah. with her. And uh but yeah, there's this gun. And it's a big plot, you know. I, I don't want to give away too much. I actually okay. want you to well actually either go to your house, or you come to mine and we'll watch it and we'll talk about it All later right. because but it's just one of those it's weird because I like to introduce people that have, who haven't seen this movie. It's not like super great, but it's just shocking to me because even though uh, I'll have this thing with you where you'll say I'll say a movie and you're like, oh, I never watched it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but usually you've heard it. It is what I do. But yeah. usually you've yeah, heard yeah, of yeah. it. So the fact yeah. that you haven't even heard of it is is intriguing to me. So I want you to see it. I a uh, quick quick anecdote. Uh, had some friends when I was living in Seattle, and uh, they mentioned, uh, fuck, what's the Christopher Reeve, Mary Steen Virgin, Malcolm McDowell time travel movie? Oh, uh, uh, you know what somewhere, I'm talking some, about. Some, somewhere in time. Yes, that's a great so, movie. I'm talking. I'm talking to my friend. He's like, "Somewhere in time." You've seen it. I was like, "No." He's like, that's- "Yeah, you have." <laughs> I was like, "No, I've never seen." it. He's like, "Yeah, you have." I'm like, "Dude, trust me. I that's- know what I've seen and haven't seen. I have not seen Somewhere in Time." He's like, "No, of course you've seen. Everybody's seen." It. Like, no. <laughs> that's one of those movies where it's like, it's like a hidden gem. It's like, but everyone has seen it. And yes, it, except for me. I mean, I know, I, I know it's Christopher Reeve, Mary Steenburgen, and Malcolm McDowell. It was right after <laughs> Superman, so he was a hot, he was a hot, <clears throat> hot shit. Right. I, I, I saw it in the theater with my mom. Yeah, I just, I've never, I've never watched it. It's a great movie. I know. Makes, makes, you, a... makes you miss Christopher Reeve. At least it makes me miss him. But um, he was, he was fun as shit because as. as as handsome as handsome as he was, he had a sense of humor. He was self-deprecating. Like, dude, you're you literally play. No one who's ever played Superman is not pretty. 
right? I mean, right. <laughs> there's there's no reason for Christopher Reeve to need to be self-deprecating, but he was. And kind of like Henry Cavill is not different. It is not that much different. Right. And he seemed like a nice guy. He was, he was best friends with Robin Williams. I didn't know that. Yeah, they were they were roommates in San Francisco, if I remember right. They were very, wow. very close. They were close friends. You know who and, were really close friends? Uh, that you would not think I didn't think that would be I would never even put those two together. Uh Ving here's uh, another group of actors, close friends that you would never think uh were 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 buddies. Stanley Tushi and Ving Rames. Oh yes, I've heard that. Yeah, they were they were they were um they uh, were um excuse me. They were roommates in college. In fact mm-hmm. and and they were you know, they're acting majors, so they're both classically trained. And and uh Stanley was like, You really should change your name to Ving. You look more like a Ving. Just cut off the Irving. Irving's too nerdy. Yeah, and he's like, I, he's like, I've heard that he's, story. Yeah, he's like, Ving gives you power. And he's like, I don't know. <clears throat> and he did it. And he's like, Ving Ram said that it was like the best thing he could have done. Because <laughs> people would people would put him on the list, uh, you know, just based on his name. They hadn't even seen him, but he just sounded very Hollywood. It sounded <laughs> badass. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of, you cut out again. Hello. Hello. You cut out again is enough. I'll get there. Um, <laughs> speaking of movies that I, that we all want people to watch and Stanley Tucci, the imposters there. I said, it. I oh, think, I think you, this is like the third time. I think this is the third time now. You've maybe mentioned four. this movie so many times. I love that fucking movie. Okay. That's all I'm saying. It is okay. absolutely one of my favorites and everybody should watch it. Uh, I think you can probably get it on Amazon for like three bucks for a rental. Um, <clears throat> All right. So yeah. uh, I make my point before we go because I totally dropped. We, we went off, went off the rails. I brought up Barbie because I what I fear is going to happen since I heard. Um, now I don't know which studio is it, but what's her name? That really annoying woman that writes. Uh, they used to write and star in a show, Girls. What's that? And they made a big deal because she's not your typical looking. Uh, Lena Donna. Donna, that pig, yeah. And I say yeah. pig because she sucks, not because she yeah. looks like a pig. She just sucks as a person. Although um, she does. <laughs> but, I mean, let's uh, be honest. She <clears throat> is going to write a Holly Hobby movie. What? Remember Holly? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It bad no. this Barbie craze, and I think that's like the studio can't wait to do it. Now they, I think, because studios see, oh, Barbie's popular and it's making all this money because everyone loves Barbie. No, everyone loves Barbie because of what the movie was, because of yes. the thought behind it, not because of the the marketing was genius, yes, but that only gets you so far. That'll get you a big opening weekend. It won't get you two point three billion and climbing. No, and that's but that's what that's what fucking Hollywood does. They're like, oh, this movie made two point three billion because it was based on a Mattel property. No, mm-hmm. it made three billion because it was a relatively original take on something that we're all kind of inured to at this point. You know, let's take an existing property and turn it into a movie. But this one actually did it right. That's why it's made the money. The marketing has helped. 
obviously. Right. But but it, it's not because it's it's not because I'm waiting for the Slinky movie because the Slinky movie's coming. You know it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish I wish I was joking. They're in talks. <laughs> Well, the studios right now are buying up all the Mattel, a lot of Mattel properties. There's been this surge in buying up Mattel property or IP because uh, for when the strike is over, they're going to just roll all this shit out. And it's going to kind of dilute, you know, and their whole big thing was, well, you know, uh, you know, the Transformers make a billion almost every time. But, yeah, but that's an action movie. There's big robots fighting each other. You could. It's a dumbass Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Of course, people are going to spend money on that. That's yeah. But yeah. So. But we're going to just prepare yourself for a bunch of uh, little girl IP being trying to get the Barbie treatment, trying to duplicate that. Dude, I'm already waiting for the Slinky movie. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I prepared for everything before that. I read this article. I forget where, but there's an article on still on the subject of Hollywood. Um, And then then we'll call it a day, I guess. Um, But um, I uh, there's talking about how. Hollywood is definitely taking a hit because even though, uh, uh, you know, Mission Impossible is doing well, but it's not mm-hmm. doing as well as it could have. The Fast and Furious movie isn't doing as well as they had hoped. I mean, they still got a part two and a part three of ten uh, Wait, coming there's out. A, there's a Fast, there's a Fast and Furious movie again. I had no well, idea. Well, yeah, the one out this summer was Fast and Furious that came out in May, uh, Fast X, which is the tenth movie in this in the series, and it was supposed to be the last movie. Then they said, "Well, uh, we're going to break up ten into two parts," and now they're going to do uh, part two that comes out next year because it's already most of it's filmed already. Uh, and then they're going to do a 13 and then they're going to call it quits. But, <laughs> but it's not, it's not, it's what's just crazy is how these movies are getting bigger and bigger and bigger as far as uh, they, they, they're bitching because now the new normal for a movie to be considered a success is a billion. Right. They want to get that Marvel money and, yeah. and, and which is really killing the middle class of movies, the the ten, the twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollar, fifty million dollar movies, which is where most movies live on on that on you know the Hollywood scale, not, not and Hollywood. and so, where most of the quality comes from. Oh, you've disappeared again. Yeah, sorry. I keep getting. <laughs> we're having a hell of we're having a hell I, of a time. Yeah, I, <laughs> but that's really. The the mid tier of movies budget wise is where the quality comes from, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you, you know we have to adjust down, but that's where you get a pulp fiction. That's where you get a Brokeback Mountain. That's where you get you know it's it's that mid tier of movies where the actual quality comes from. Yeah, Otherwise, you have to be it's creative for lack of money. It's like right. okay, we can't blow up fifty cars. Let's right. let's let's spend one million and are on on this effect. And figure out a, a a cool way to do this one, and or uh, tell a compelling story. Ah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's a good idea. What? What are the chances? You know, you're, and you're thinking, and, you're thinking outside the box, sir. <laughs> People like good stories. I don't. I don't well, know. Maybe well, I'm weird. Budgets, but... These budgets are insane. Okay, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, and this is before. This is before. Uh, marketing now marketing 
you know, people look at a movie that costs, uh, uh, like, um, when a movie costs, you usually spend a third, or no, it's a half, or equal to the yeah. filmmaking budget to market it. Yep. Yep. That's somebody. So, that's something that nobody ever takes into account when they do. You know, when they when we get these box office numbers, like, oh, it costs this much. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the marketing. It was the same fucking budget. Exactly. Okay. Fast and <clears throat> Furious, Fast Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, it costs two hundred and ninety million. Two ninety. And yes. that's before that's before one dollar was spent on marketing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible, the latest Mission Impossible, which was good, but um, it was two hundred and uh, two hundred and thirty million. And th- th- there's no reason. I mean, once in a while you'll see those kinds of movies, and you see, oh, I see where, where the where every dollar was spent, but secret invasion. <coughs> yeah, half of these movies, <laughs> half of these movies, only have a, uh, that budget. That, that half that budget is just the cast alone. Like Fast yeah. Ten, there's like literally twenty heavy hitters that could. That that starred in their own movies, all having cameos, and they're not going to be cheap. So no. you got like a hundred million just for the cast, yeah. before you even not talking production, not talking locations, and so it's just ridiculous. They need to. There's the, the article was saying how they need to start dialing it back, taking in taking less money to make the movie, giving more points so people get the money that they deserve, and be happy with. You know, a billion. You don't have to make two billion or, or five hundred million on the opening weekend. It's insane. A movie makes four hundred million in three days and it's still considered a failure because you've yeah. spent five hundred million in production and promotion. That is insane. Yeah. No wonder why so many of these uh, studios are looking, you know, or are losing money. I mean, they have money to spare. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but they, they, you know, the money that they're spending, they're spending like what we're seeing slowly happen is that we only have two. The middle class is disappearing from films, so you're going to have micro budget or no budget movies or these giant hundred, two hundred million dollar spectacles that may or may not deliver. Yeah, and I mean the fact that our biggest summer movies are the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer. I mean, granted, the Barb movie and Opera are probably both good movies, obviously, because right. people are talking about them. But this is a, this is, those are, let's be honest, those are like movies you would see in the fall or Christmas. But yeah. this is, it, 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 it's just nuts. <clears throat> yeah. I I, <laughs> give us a million. That's all I'm saying. Shit. You give, give, give us, hell, give us 500,000. Give I'll us give 50. You, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I will make you money back. I <laughs> promise you. You give me $50,000, we will put together a movie that will make money back. Double think, double the budget. Oh, I know we could do that. Period. End of story. Hell. With the sum of the shit we've done, give us 50,000. I'll give you three movies. <laughs> that, 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 That'll make its money back. <laughs> That'll make a hundred thousand dollars each. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's insane. I don't, I, I, I don't know what's happening in the world. I'm old and everything confuses and frightens me now. There, I said. Ah, see, there we go. 
Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should probably get going. I keep yeah, it going. seems like a good and seems like a good place to end. I'm gonna get uh, off on my soapbox. Um, <laughs> we will be back. Evan and I will be back next week, folks. I will have a uh, I will have a review of Yellow Jackets when it's done, which will be done by next week, and I'll have a Voyage of Demeter to review and maybe okay. maybe I'll, I'll slide Luker. i'll drop i'm gonna be in vancouver friday i'm gonna go okay. through my my library and uh maybe watch it when you get some free time and we'll record it uh record and you tell me what you thought of looker okay i'll right. i'll re i'll re it tonight all right and and uh, i'll bring it to you friday and you tell me what you think when all on right the next sounds, show. sounds good yeah all right cool. um and i'll probably be through more of the bear at that point so I may and have I'll, more insights on that. And maybe I'll finally start it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and not fall All right. asleep. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.